Good morning. Time for your journey to health. We have Dr. Brad Shapiro in the studio with us from Ultimate Health Chiropractic. And, Brad, if you would, our center disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we are not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice, whether it's chiropractor like myself, physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Then I want to mention our sponsor. We have Unstoppable Church, headed up by uh, Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Great group of people that do, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of a rock and roll worship service. And then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. You can reach them at area code 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. And they are doing Sunday morning services. There you go. <clears throat> Tell me what symptoms, and th- this is a wide-range topic, Tell me what kind of symptoms people can be experiencing that chiropractic can make a difference. Oh, my gosh. And not, not just aches and pains, but sinuses, all kinds of stuff. What types of symptoms can be helped by chiropractic care? Really, anything you can imagine, just because chiropractic 101 is all about uh, reconnecting the brain to the body. Mm-hmm. And most of the research Rebooting really... Rebooting the computer. Rebooting the computer, and most of the research really shows that the brain is supreme. The brain really controls just about everything. Um, but if you can imagine, signals start the brain, travel down the spine, and then come out of all those nerves going to every muscle, organ, gland, everything in the body, kind of like the circuitry of the body. When you've got joints that don't move the way they're supposed to, it's going to change the way those signals react from the brain to the body or from the body to the brain both ways. And then just through that process, you can have you know, chiropractic is commonly known for things like pain and headaches, but you mm-hmm. can really have just about any kind of dysfunction. Um, chiropractors actually were classified as primary care doctors. Mm-hmm. So you don't need a referral to come see us. Um, you don't need anything special. And so I see patients that really just want to stay healthy in general. I see patients that have known that chiropractic really helps with their uh, constipation. I see patients that helps with their digestion. I see patients that talk about it really helps with their energy. I see patients that talk about how much chiropractic helps with their anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. I see patients that, of course, they find that it helps with low back pain and neck pain and headaches and shoulder pain and elbow pain and wrist pain and knee and ankle pain and hip pain and everything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really has the potential to impact just about anything. Um, and it's, it's, it's remarkable the difference it can make. What do you think are the differences we see today in what people think about chiropractic as opposed to, say, 30 years ago? Um, do you think they're seeing it as a real option now? I think so. The statistics still don't look too favorable when you look at the statistics. But I think we've learned through a lot of this um, COVID stuff, and it's kind of hard to know what to believe because yeah. there's so much conflicting information. Uh, the statistics still show that about 8 to 12% go see a chiropractor. But with that said, I can't go on vacation or I can't go just about anywhere without, if it does come up that I'm a chiropractor, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I love my chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, tell me more about that. I don't really know much about it. I've never been to a chiropractor. But the awareness has is, is gotten a lot better. Um, I don't know how else to say it, just than, you know, historically there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of prejudice towards chiropractors. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be too strong of a word, but I just don't know how else to say it. Um, in 1978, there was what's called a Wilkes suit. 
where the American Medical Association was tried and convicted for a conspiracy to contain, eliminate, and destroy the profession of chiropractic. Have we ever talked about um, that? We haven't, and if we do it, I'd love to have Dr. Jerry Anderson on the oh, yeah. show with me. This is a he did talk about. Yeah, that. that's a that's a passionate topic. G- for give him. A, give us sort of an overview about what happened. Well, um, you know, I'm I'm no expert on the details, but basically, all these things were happening to suppress and eliminate the profession of chiropractic. Everything from uh, insurance bias to to way things were paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, to the way uh, things were educated, to chiropractors were being thrown in jail for practicing outside of scope, even though they were not. They were doing what what chiropractic was designed to do. Um, And there was basically a leak. There was an internal leak. Somebody came forward, uh, shared some uh, very incriminating documents that really showed conversations and things that had happened that clearly proved um, that there was foul play involved. Wow. and so that's something that, that can happen in these situations. Um, when you start telling lies and when you start mixing things up and, and doing this and that, it's, it's, it gets difficult to keep up with, with what's what, mm-hmm. and you'll have leaks like that. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts about telling the truth is the truth comes out the same way every single time. Yep. <laughs> you know. So, and I think we're going to find... Uh, some of those things come out uh, with with some of the things that have been said over the last two years. I really mm-hmm. do. Eventually, maybe mm-hmm. not today, maybe not tomorrow, uh, maybe not a year from now. But at some point, um, there's so much conflicting information that it can't all be true. Mm-hmm. And so, I think some of the lies are going to come out. I think there's going to be some leaks. Um, I think that uh, people's own tongues are going to be turned against them. And uh, it's going to be interesting. It won't be boring. Mm-hmm. But historically, chiropractic had to deal with a lot of, of, like I said, I don't know how else to say it other than just prejudice. Mm-hmm. And it, it's much, uh, it's more, much more well accepted. But still, there's there's such a strong drive towards things like drugs and medications compared to something like chiropractic. Now, now that was my very next uh, question for you. Uh, the thing is, we we live in such a uh, quick gratification type society. We want instant relief for everything. Yeah. And so people reach out for the latest pill that will make the pain go away. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, uh, and and then then you have to compete with all the billions and billions of dollars worth of advertising that all the pharmaceutical companies put out there. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, what good is it to mask the pain if it's not getting to the source of the pain and eradicating the pain unless you're unless you're motivated by economics <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's um you know one of the things that i will say is is part of this suppressing of chiropractic is historically there's there's been a, a strong drive to just really emphasize certain treatments mm-hmm. and typically those treatments are very profitable and then suppress other ones that can be equally if not more effective than the ones that are that are presented, mm-hmm. but there's a there's uh, attempts to suppress those things because they're not as profitable. Mm-hmm. So a great example, for instance, historically is cancer. You know, most of the time when people hear cancer, it's chemo and radiation, mm-hmm. chemo and radiation, chemo and radiation. Those are the the treatments they hear over and over and over. Well, I mean, for literally decades at this point, there's all kinds of clinics in in other countries, uh, places like Mexico and some of these other places, where not in every instance, not with every single cancer, 
But in many instances, they're getting fantastic and even superior results to chemo and radiation mm -hmm. with things like IVs of vitamin C, with things like juice cleanses, with things like coffee enemas, as crazy as that might oh, yeah. sound. Um, but you don't, hear, you don't hear much talk about those things, and you don't hear that to promote a whole lot, especially in this country, um, because a, a juice cleanse obviously is not going to be near as profitable as chemo and radiation. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, right now with, with COVID, you know, most of the conversation is about masks and vaccines, masks and vaccines, masks, masks and vaccines. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying there's no place for those things, just like I'm not saying there's no place for chemo and radiation. But there's a lot of other things that should be talked about, at least in my opinion, that could be incredibly effective, um, that are much less expensive, again, follow the economics, mm -hmm. um, that could really help a lot of people, but there's not a whole lot of conversation about those things. Well, and, and talking about the economics of it, another thing I'm thinking about is you take a look at the demands on the overall health care system mm -hmm. over the next 30 years as the baby boomers are getting older. Um, all of the needs that will come about because of, of Alzheimer's and autism and all kinds of other things, the, the demands on our health care system are going to be huge over the next 20 to 30 years. And so <coughs> you, you take a look <coughs> at the fact that if, if you are allowed to put everything on the table and if some relatively simple things can take care of some part of the health care needs, and then be able to take those resources and apply them towards some of these other needs that are going to be coming up, we can make our healthcare system work more efficiently and help more people. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It, it's, it's, it is that simple. It's, it's simple. Um, but in my, in my humble opinion, you know, it's, a lot of it goes back to economics. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to, I hate to say that, but I don't know how, how to be truthful and not say that. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of it's power and money. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's, it's going to be critical to continue to, to speak the truth. Um, going back to the vaccines right now, I think there's been 10 new billionaires during all this. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not trying oh, yeah. to say that there's no validity to, to the vaccines, but man, oh, man, has it, um, has it been a profitable venture for a lot of people? Mm -hmm. um, so we just, I think we have to look at these things. I think we have to be intentional about telling the truth. Um, I think that's a big part of what we need to do. I think people have to do their own research. Uh, my mom was talking about this 20 years ago as a teacher. And she was really concerned about how few students seem to have the ability to think for themselves. Yeah. So if, if all you're doing is... I've heard, I've heard that for years and years. Yeah, so if, if all you're doing, and, and, I'm, and I'm an equal opportunity mm -hmm. uh, person in this sense that... You know, if all you're doing is taking in Fox News or all you're doing is taking in CNN or all you're doing is... Or any given site on the Internet. Any given site on the Internet mm -hmm. and not really digging and doing your own research, um, then you may uh, you may not be as well-educated as you think you are. Mm -hmm. And it, it may be more difficult to, to make good decisions. And one of the, the grounding factors that I encourage people to think about is, is the Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad used to say results are hard to argue with. Mm -hmm. um, obesity rates, like we talked about in past shows in the 1950s, were about 10% of Americans. Now they're about 42% of Americans. Obviously, we're not winning the war on obesity. Mm -hmm. If you look at cancer rates, 
Um, you know, the, the next person that tells you that we're winning the war on cancer, tell them you've got some oceanfront property in Arizona you have yeah. to sell them because yeah. that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at the trends and you look how well things are being managed and you look at the results we're getting with uh, diabetes, with obesity, with cancer, mm-hmm. we are not uh, – we're not effectively managing these things. Did, did I not hear something uh, uh, a few months back, something to the effect of – we are seeing now that we are the first uh, generation in decades and decades to where the next generation is less healthy than the previous generation was yeah, for I a mean, variety of reasons. Yeah, we've been moving. Sedentary lifestyle, everything. Yeah, we've been moving in that direction. There's, you know, and this is, would be a long conversation. My, my mother is, uh, going back to her being a teacher, she was a history teacher, mm-hmm. and she is a history fanatic, and mm-hmm. she's really studied a lot of things, and on many, many, many levels um, in politics and healthcare and all these things, um, from a lot of people's estimations, including my own, uh, the bubble is going to burst eventually. Mm-hmm. You just you watch the trend of again 1950s 10% obesity mm-hmm. here in this this current uh, decade in this current year. Uh, 42% obesity. Yeah, that that's not a that's not a trend that's going to end well. Mm-hmm. There's several trends like that, and there's several things that were put in place decades ago that the bubble was going to burst eventually. Well, in, in the in the old days when I was growing up, we would beg our parents to go outside and play, and now the parents have to beg the children to get outside and play. Yeah, and get away from the gizmos and the videos and stuff. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and there's all kinds of fascinating books mm-hmm. that really talk about the psychology of marketing and the way our culture's just really been steered towards mm-hmm. some of these things. Um, and, and again, I mean, I call it a conspiracy theory or whatever, but I, I just go back to grounding factors and grounding principles like you'll know them by their fruit, mm-hmm. and results are hard to argue with. Any way you slice it, I think anybody um, that's been around – for a few decades can see that we're just we're way heavier than we were when they were kids mm-hmm. you know you talk to somebody yeah. in their 70s and 80s mm-hmm. they don't need to see the research they don't need to see any proof to know that uh the kids today are way overweight compared to what it was like when they were kids mm-hmm. um and there's just there's some things that we have to look at with that stuff but to go full circle to a lot of times we have you know you and i and we kind of start out this show with with this question what's it going to take for them to be an a- even playing field and mm-hmm. For things like chiropractic and other natural things to um, to be uh, given the same amount of credit and the same amount of focus as, as some of the other things that have been focused on, mm-hmm. um, and, it, and it may take for these bubbles to burst. Um, and I think they are in some ways. I think people are looking deeper into these things. Um, I think, uh, for instance, you know, of course, I've had a lot of conversations about vaccines with people. Most people I've talked to, even people that have been in healthcare for decades don't know that every single state has exemptions where kids do not have to be vaccinated to go to school. Mm-hmm. I've talked to like high-level school people before that didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. But every single state in this country, whether it's a rel- religious exemption or a medical exemption, has exemptions where kids do not have to be vaccinated to go to school. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, that's been kind of a a grounding thing for people when it comes to the mandates with this current um, COVID vaccine mm-hmm. is, well, we've had mandates before, and that's just not true. There's so many things like that circulating that things that 
you know people have held to be true that just flat out aren't true. That's mm-hmm. not an opinion. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. I've got friends all over the country whose kids attend public school and their kids have not been vaccinated because they've utilized one of those exemptions. Uh, and those exemptions are things people don't even realize are available. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not. I'm not saying you should vaccinate your kids. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying it's a fact that every single one of the the 50 states here in the USA has exemptions uh, that allow your kids to not have to be vaccinated to go to public schools. There you go. Um, So in in closing, uh, talk to the person listening in this morning that is listening and uh, has had their interest piqued as far as what they've been hearing so far, and they're thinking, well, maybe chiropractic is for me. What can they do? Well, you know, just give us a call. You can reach us at area code 931-967-6308. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We're available five days a week, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to be seen in our Winchester office, we can see you on a Monday or Friday. Or if you'd like to be seen in our Manchester office, we can see you on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Again, you can reach us at area code 931-967-6308. Also, I want to encourage you to like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimate chiropractic. And then last but not least, check out our website at www.ultimatehealthtn.com. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you Monday of next week at 7.05.